It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Everybody, this is uh, the fake number episode 200. We made it. Hallelujah. Uh, no, it's uh, it's actually we just fell short of 199. But uh, this is no, going to be is, this is 200. Yeah, oh, I think this is 200. Is 200. Yeah. James did 199 last week. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh my God, we yeah. did make it. We made it to 200. How about that? <laughs> what are the odds? There you go. <laughs> what are the odds? So uh, yeah. Um, as you guys probably know, it's going to be a little bit uh, bittersweet around here, and I'm sure we'll get into into all that stuff. But uh, just want to say from the top that this has been what a how many? Oh, uh, wait, Elliot Shore Parks, very oh. important question, very important yes. question. How many do I get tonight? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, I think I think you deserve as many as you want, but I would say. Okay. Not everybody keep it nice. to this. Not everybody listens to this follows you on Twitter. So yes, yes, yes. You might want to recap. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Weird. Uh, um. So this is uh, unfortunately going to be my last uh, Go Birds episode, and then my last uh, Saturday was was my last shift on WIP. Is I'm uh, I'm going to move on, and it's um, like I said, been a, a really incredible journey to follow. Um. God, this is going to be hard, guys. <laughs> um, sports can change lives. And that's why it's really sad that we're going through all this because, you know, I, I want to tell you how great and amazing it really is. And it is, and it will continue to be. And I have no doubt that it's going to come back to, you know, wherever. But. <clears throat> When, <clears throat> when I was a kid, I remember Jimmy V speaking so loudly in my ears to say, that extraordinary people, you know, are, are few and far between, <clears throat> but ordinary people 
can do extraordinary things. And without God, everybody on this podcast and everybody that's been a part of this journey, without all of you, like this doesn't exist. And that's how powerful as people we can be. And you grow up thinking, you know, like, I'm going to be James Hetfield or I'm going to be <clears throat> Vin Scully, you know, the next cartoonist, all these other different things that you can imagine. And then you go and do them and realize that you can do a lot of different things. And uh, my life's changed pretty dramatically in the last like two years. And um, it's just all of this, you know, comes rushing in and rushing back. And you realize that you don't have to be one thing in life in that. You can value yourself doing so much more and, you know, <clears throat> being being out there and exploring different things. And I think that's where I'm at in my life. And it's nothing of, you know, major hardship or ill will or any of that. It's just, you know, sometimes you just know when it's time. And I think everybody goes through this. And um, if, hey, if this is my midlife crisis, at least I'm not buying a motorcycle and, you know, <laughs> I sit on back and going to California uh, I'm gonna learn how to farm, you know, like that's 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 kind of where my head's at, but not not really, but kind of. But uh, I just want to say too, especially to these two guys who couldn't have been uh, better two uh, better teammates in the last two years, um, you know, Elliot, especially uh, you coming into a crazy situation and like handling it like a goddamn pro, and I learned so much from you, including including the truth is, James. And, you know, it's yes. coming from him is really they they're trying to silence the truth. Everybody, it's Jalen Hurts. It, that's why I'm being taken away. Oh my God. <laughs> like, did, did, you, did you decide you had to step away as soon as you realized you bet me that Jalen Hurts was going to score more touchdowns? Than Jefferson, uh, Jefferson? Were you like yeah. sitting there one day and you were being like, you know what? I just this is it. I, I know yeah. I have to walk away because this is an yeah. automatic L for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, that's really it. And, you know, James pulled me out of the fire. He's like, John, no, don't do it. You got a family <laughs> to protect. Like just, you know, so all that stuff. No, uh, no, I, I, I just, you know, and James is like a brother to me. And God, like the hardest thing is to not <clears throat> try and disappoint a brother. And I know he's never disappointed in me, no, but, uh, no. but, but man, oh man, do I always have that much respect for him and you should too and if you don't you're a fucking loser like really are if you don't like james seltzer and if you don't know what kind of man he is whew, you better get to know him uh jesus christ that man could <clears throat> that good that good man could save the country if he felt like doing it but i don't want him to do that either because he'd be torn apart but <laughs> man oh man jesus christ james i love you so much i love you too man i love you too and you know, we're going to miss you here. Like, it's it's not going to be the same. Like, you're not going to be replaced. You can't be replaced. Like, it is what it is. Like, yeah. you know, you and I have been on a, an amazing journey, an amazing run. And that journey's not over. It's just changing. But, you know, I think that I know that after talking to you after this decision, you know, about this decision and all that, that, like, you sound happier than you've sounded to me in – a long time you know what i mean like you you it was clearly the the right decision and you know we, we would never want to hold you back we would never be disappointed in you for for doing that you know we just oh, yeah we love you we want the best for you and you know we're gonna you know try and 
carry on and and honor what what you've built and and uh we love you man i love you too and god damn it if we had enough money we should play kansas wayward son right now because that would be a perfect <laughs> transition <laughs> oh man uh, well well let's... it's definitely weird and i mean i tweeted this but i think it's worth repeating for the people that you know for whatever reason don't follow us on twitter which is making a huge mistake but you know <laughs> You guys have been doing this together a lot longer. I came in for, I guess, a, what ends up being a pretty small portion of how long you guys have been doing it. But like I said on Twitter, I mean, Barchard, I really probably haven't met almost anybody in the industry that gets more passionate or excited about things. Like, I can't tell you guys, your listeners, how many times we would walk into WIP studios and Barchard had a new idea and he was all worked up about it. And like, we did as much of them as we could, but you know, some of them were like so big and it's just, it's really inspirational to see. Hold on. And bad. A lot of these were bad ideas. Well, I've had things, you know, but no, look, but I think I would just say that for whatever you have coming next, I've no doubt it's going to be impactful and big. And I'm just excited to see what that is. And, uh, yeah, so I mean, obviously, it's it's very sad. I mean, the outpour on Twitter has been unreal. I'm used to my mentions being filled with the most like mean things in the world, and the last two days have just been nothing but beautiful stuff about you. So you definitely deserved it, and I think it's a, it's appropriate that it's episode 200 to think that you guys have been doing this together so long, and then you know you switch things up, went to WIP, and to do hundred to do 200 more episodes. It's just really awesome. So I uh, I want to say thank you, Barchard, for letting me be a part of this, and James, I'm pumped that you know, we'll get to keep going together. And, uh, you know, there, there will still be Go Birds uh, radio and all that stuff. But you're absolutely right. It will not be the same without, uh, you know, Barchard starting it off. It won't <laughs> but, be. man, I can't wait to listen to you guys fight because there's so much shit that's coming. Oh, my God. Like, it's a uh, this is an unreal off season, And it, it sucks because I really do want to be a part of the talking points of it. But, man, like, whoo, you guys are going to have a lot of fun because um, this is. I don't even I know we have some stuff planned, but did you even see the um, the idea that's being floated around that some teams are going to uh, travel uh, with like no no stay and no layover? They're yeah, just going to travel I for game day. That. I was like, what an insane idea that's going to be. Wow. Can you imagine being on a plane and then getting off a plane and going and playing an NFL football game? <laughs> it sounds like. It sounds like a, a like you said. It's a disaster. That sounds like a disaster. I mean, I'm, me. I'm sure it won't be for every game, but the, the Eagles play in Arizona this year. They would they would what leave it? I don't even. I can't do the math top of my head, but leave it ridiculously early. Fly five and a half six hours, play a game, and get right back on the, the plane. I mean, I, I don't see that. That's that's the testing of the theory that you can't screw up your clock that way. You know, like maybe yeah, that seriously. that ends up becoming a thing because you like literally fly out. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, that'd be weird. And just tell yourself it's a night game, I guess, because that, that's how it would operate. It'll be interesting to see because I feel like after the NFL draft, one thing this past NFL draft, a lot of what you heard was, oh, well, we really like doing it from home. And maybe these, these are things we'll pick up moving forward. I wonder, you know, hopefully they get through this season. Everybody's OK. I just wonder what stuff they'll pick up from that. Like if, if this time next year we're talking about a very different looking uh you know, operation because of the way they had to do it this year. So I do think there'll be some of those positives, but look, hopefully that is what we're talking about in the year, right? And not the fact that Carson Wentz hasn't played a game in, you know, two years or whatever, 18 months, like a full season and two full off seasons. Yeah, it's going to be, look, we know that no matter how this plays out, it's going to be unique. That's for sure. And it's going to be unique to talk about and all that. But, but before we let you go, like, obviously, I mean, in general, you know, we'll, 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 
get to say goodbye again at the end of the podcast. See what I mean? Want, They're already trying to get me off. They're already trying to get <laughs> my well, message well, out. Well, well, no, I'm here's kidding, the thing. is like we can't we can't let John go without talking like actual Eagles, I feel like. I feel oh, like we yeah, have to please. get some final takes in from Bartrand. I want to get some like season prediction stuff from you like because you're not going to be here. So we got to get something on the record from you. But uh, quickly, I wanted to get your guys take and, and start with you, Bartrand. Um, about this Doug Peterson thing that's floating around. This this poor guy at, at CBS Sports decided to make a, a list of the top ten coaches and put Doug at nine. You know, I think you know I think Doug is a top five coach, but you know, not a, a total disrespectful thing, but you know, lower than I would have him. And Eagles fans just let him know to the point where he had to tweet about him <laughs> to, uh. talking to Eagles fans. Um, Barger, what do you think about this this ranking of Doug Peterson at number nine as an NFL head coach? So I saw that today, and it was like one of the first things I was going to post on Twitter uh, in, in you know a while just to have fun. And I used the the uh, the gif of uh, uh, sure uh, the the Big Lebowski when like. You know, he's getting arrested and he said, I don't like your jerk off face. I don't like your jerk off name. I don't like your jerk face. I don't like you, you jerk off. Like, and I was like, no, I can't be that mean, like right out of the gate. But man, that's how I felt initially. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, The reason why we get so mad is the Sean McVay thing, because that's when we're going to get really, really pissed off. Right. That's and I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. That's always ridiculous. Like. The apple is is not as shiny and it's not as ripe and there's a lot of bruises on Sean McVay and yet the NFL media and everybody else just goes oh but he hugged me at the bar one time at the uh, Marriott or the JW during the combine and it was great and that's how this ends up coming out most of the time I still don't understand it I think nine for Doug overall if Sean McVay wasn't there I don't know it's a little low but I don't think it's absurd to me it's just the Sean McVay thing I don't know how you feel about that Elliot <laughs> well. It's always interesting to me when a national media member makes a list and then they have to deal with the wrath of Eagles Twitter. And it just shows that, you know, New York has reputation as the toughest media market or the biggest sports town. It's like, no, Philadelphia, like you can tell when these national lists are made and they feel Philly's been disrespected. You can feel the wrath from a fan base like no other. I mean, we all deal with it at certain points, right? Like if we all have a bad tweet. So I was not surprised at all that this guy basically had to issue an apology video on on Twitter explaining why he put McVay over Doug Peterson. And it is a ridiculous <laughs> take. It's an absolutely ridiculous take. There is not one rational reason McVay should be over Doug Peterson. Doug beats him every time they play. Doug's won the Super Bowl. Doug's been to the playoffs three years in a row. He's done it within, I don't know if I'd say a worse roster, but certainly not a considerably better roster. He's dealt with more injuries, plays in a way tougher media market. Um, His quarterback play has been extremely up and down. He's done it with two different quarterbacks. I I just don't see any rational reason for it. And I I think Doug is, look, to your point, Barchard, if McVay wasn't ahead of him and you had him ninth, I would disagree. But I think he's, you know, somewhere in the four to seven range. Now, I'd put him higher just because I think, offensive head coaches matter more to their team. And I think they get a bump over defensive head coaches. Obviously, Belichick is number one. But I'll say this. If I was starting a team today, so I'm taking into account the age of the head coaches, right? Because Belichick will probably coach, you know, another a long time. But Doug could coach another 20 years. Uh, you know, McVay, Shanahan, all those guys. I think the only head coach I would take over Doug, and I don't even know if I would definitely do it, but the one I would consider is Kyle Shanahan. Outside of that, I don't think there's another coach in the league I would pick. I think Doug is that special. He's that good. The results speak for themselves. 
And the last thing I'll say is when you see Doug not become not not finish that high on these rankings, it's because, to your point, Barchard, he does not play the media game. He just doesn't. Like he doesn't do very many right. national media hits. You don't see him get up on the podium and try to be, you know, really, really impressive and show off like McVeigh. He just doesn't. He doesn't look for credit. You'll never see him and at him and Howie have a power for struggle. Doug just likes to coach and hang out with the guys, and that's why he's a great head coach, but that's why I think on these lists you never really see him get the respect he deserves. Yeah, and you can look, you can't put – I mean, the McVeigh thing is asinine. I mean, every metric you want to use – I mean, Peterson's been better. Peterson beat him twice in L.A. both times, won a Super Bowl. McVeigh didn't. McVeigh got exposed in a Super Bowl. Him and his quarterback got exposed by Belichick. <laughs> Peterson outcoached yeah. Belichick. It's just, I think it's so silly. I have Peterson fifth. The only four. Wait, wait, wait. I, I With a backup quarterback, James. Come on yes. now. No, yes, a backup quarterback who is also the greatest in the history <laughs> of the franchise. Um, the again, I have uh, Belichick, Andy Reid, Harbaugh, Pete Carroll are the only four that I would personally say are definitely in front of him. Like, if you want to fight me on the Sean Paytons and Mike Tomlins, like I'll have that fight. I would fight for Peterson, but. I'm not gonna, you know, knock down drag out. You can't put McVay out of him. It's 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 ridiculous. It, it really is ridiculous. And Shanahan, you can't put out of him either. Though I agree with you, Elliot. I do think Shanahan is a really exciting young coach, yeah. and I think you know, with a little more on the resume, has a chance to certainly be that type. Of I, guy. I actually, I mean, you said Pete Carroll, right? I, I don't, yeah. I don't think Pete Carroll belongs ahead of Doug. Um, they've won the same amount of Super Bowls, right? I think Pete Carroll. He's not an offense. He's not a good offensive head coach. He really the best. The team was at their best when they had a great defensive coordinator and a great defense. I think he's one of the only head coaches that is in this conversation that's still run first and one of those like is stubborn in that way. The analytics say he's not a very good, very good head coach in terms of the decision he makes. Now he does have sustained sustained success, which you have to respect, and obviously that. And and to the McVeigh point we yeah, just made about Doug, Doug right. I mean he beats Doug, right. Right? he beats him, but. Oh, and he's been to two Super Bowls, not just one. Well, let me ask you. If you had to pick a head coach, who would you pick? Well, it, it, to your whole, like, for the next 20 years, I, Doug is, is younger than Carroll. What about just significantly? So, um, I think Honestly, I do think it roster. depends. I, that's what I was about to say. I think it totally depends on the type of team. Uh, um, again, I would be happy with either guy. I, again, I would probably have to pick Pete Carroll based on the fact that I do have him one spot at Doug in the rankings. But I think it's really close. I think that for me, personally, Belichick, Reed, Harbaugh are, are a definite top three. And then I have Carroll fourth. I have Peterson fifth. Like Tomlin, McV uh, Peyton, like those guys are in there. Um, and Shanahan right after that. But I personally you know, don't have like a strong feeling once you get past those top three. I, I also yeah, I, think like, or sorry, just a quick Barchard. Or you know what? You go. Yeah, I have all season to talk. Go <laughs> no, ahead. No, 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 no. I was just going to say, I, I, I feel as though Pete Carroll is sloping on downward and no one's actually pointing that out and saying Pete's slipping really, really bad here to, you know, Elliot's point there. So in that case, just on that metric alone, I'm taking my chances on Doug thinking in, that he's kind of figured this thing out. To Pete, though, and his and and what he's done, he's got a lot more on his plate. I don't know if that's necessarily a good or bad thing. It just kind of depends on like, if for some reason, coaches get a lot more credit if they're if they're always doing more rather than just you know Doug saying I don't want to do any of that shit. I just want to do you know this stuff. So 
I, I don't know where he would fit, but I would certainly take Doug over Pete Carroll just in terms of where the franchise and he is going. Uh, but but I think Pete overall is still a better a better resume and, and history and all that stuff. So I, I think the further we get away from the Super Bowl, the more it becomes clear to me that Doug was the main reason they won that Super Bowl. Like Absolutely. Nick Foles was, was amazing in that game. Carson Wentz was great leading up, leading them into the playoffs. Howie Roseman had maybe the best offseason we will ever see an Eagles GM, GM have. I mean, there were a lot of great parts, but I don't think they win that without Doug. I think just the way he coached them, you know, throughout the season, the way he had he held them together after Wentz went down, the way he adjusted the offense. And again, like to James' point, I mean, Doug outcoached the best head coach of all time in the biggest game and didn't just outcoach him. Like, it was aggressively outcoaching him, like making big calls at big moments, the fourth and one, the Philly special, just all of these things. So I, I think, again, Doug is the main reason the Eagles have a Super Bowl. And there's only how many coaches in the league right now that even have a Super Bowl? Like, well, and, and there's not a ton. So, I mean, I think he has to. If you have a Super Bowl, you belong on the list higher than the guys that don't, in my opinion. You just, you just go. And shout out to uh, benching your starting corner as well. Got to give a little credit for that. Right. The Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> Psych Doug out. I mean, Doug psyched him out. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Doug, I was about to say, nothing could psych Doug out. <laughs> Doug is as cool as a cucumber. He's out there, you know. Beating Sean Payton in golf for, for uniform stuff. I mean, <laughs> Doug's cool Doug's under pressure, man. man. He's just a man. He's cool under pressure. And again, you know, it was we all we've said it many times, but like it it turns out that the emotional intelligence thing matters. Yeah. Who knew? Yes. Who knew when Jer when Jer Jeffrey Laurie did his whole thing? Like, all right, sorry, Jeff. I was wrong. My bad. Also, my, my bad. You were right. Good call. Also, a vanilla ice cream eater. That's how you stay cool, baby. That's uh, yeah, that's where the good ideas come from. Keep eating that vanilla ice cream. I'm telling you, it uh, does wonders. I love it. I had uh, I had some cinnamon ice cream last Ooh. night or two Ooh. nights ago. Let me tell you, that sounds good. Banging, very good. I think it was yeah. called cinnamon crunch, but like not after this. Maybe it wasn't after the cereal, but it was. And I'm not a big ice cream guy. I only like one to two bites of ice cream at the most, then I'm done. But oh my god, are, yeah. But those one to two bites Jesus. were very good. Are you One are, two bites you're, of ice. you're close? Are you? You're closer to Gabe Kapler than I think, man. I didn't realize. <laughs> no, I know. I was gonna ask, do you, do you just like suck on it and spit some of it out? Yeah. I should, but no, Jeez. it upsets my stomach no. more than one or two bites. But oh, oh crap! How's your hair? It's you know, I think I'm gonna keep it long. I'm thinking. Wow. Wow. I mean, I might get it trimmed up. Like I have a wedding I have to go to uh, in about six weeks, but like. I think I'm gonna. I think I might keep it long. We'll see. We'll see. Wow. Yo, yo, James, James. Stuff. This is monumental. James, if there is a press box for him to go into, you guys have to do a Go Birds corduroy sweater for him to wear <laughs> with the long hair. Got to well, do it. There's a or maybe a some, maybe some, yeah. maybe some patches. Maybe some patches on the. the yes. Yeah. Yes. And maybe, and, you know. and like, can we just? Can someone? Just start pumping out the GoBirds merchandise. Everyone's asking for it, especially the shirts. Good Lord. I know they're cool. That's why people want them. Let's go. Let's go. I will buy a lot of them, too. Let's go. Even, <laughs> even on his deathbed, he wants to make a T-shirt. That's how you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Barger, I think it's time. Give us give us some predictions. You know, we, we uh, I know we're still a little ways out from football season uh, yeah. in, in more ways than one, yes. obviously. Uh, but But – 
give us some some predictions to take with us without you into the 2020s. Um, well, obviously, you know what my number one is, is uh, I'm going to be right about Jalen Hurts in this offense. <laughs> that is number one on the board. And you better get on the train because I, I you know, like there's still it's not like I don't have recording voices to yell opinions at when I have time to go and do that. Yes, it will be in a basement. Yes, I will be mocked for it. Yeah, I'm going to be the old guy shouting at the cloud, but like that, listen, you're not fooling anybody, Howie. Like, you thought you did. You thought you could say all these other different things. You told Doug to quiet down. You told Carson to quiet down once they started saying things like explosive and wow, look at what we're doing with Jalen Rager. And everybody sees this cute little thing happening down in Houston, being like, what a good teammate that Carson Wentz is flying down to Houston and being with Jalen Rager. No! They're learning a whole new playbook, and that's their number one weapon that they got to get ready. You're fooling yourself if you don't think that they're going to try and come out with something different on both sides of the ball. The whole league is seeing everything. I don't care how good the offense is. It's changing. Ertz is going nowhere. Dallas Goddard's going nowhere. They're both going to catch about eight to 900 yards each, and it's going to be incredible, and they're going to have seven wins. There you go. So keep it real. Did did the Jalen Hurts thing just drive you crazy and you got to step out of the game? Is that is that what happened? No, like, no, just... no, it was my most fun, actually. Like, yeah. I, I don't think I even t- did. I tell you the absurdity of just that night. And I started emailing and making phone calls to like explain this to me, football coaches. And like, I, I, I had so much fun trying to figure out, like, how could this be even possible if this is, you know, what they're going to operate on and all that yeah. other stuff? So you wrote an article for the website, and I feel like for one, one, one reason or another, either you were going to rewrite it or it never got posted. It might just be the lost article at this point, but maybe, you know, <laughs> in your new life, when you're correct, you can, I'll email that back to you and you can tweet it 240 characters at a time. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause I did, <laughs> isn't there this new thread roll thing I just learned about? Like they're just, you can just, you're talking to the wrong guy, John Barcher. Yeah, that's very, very true. I'm so sorry. Come on. Come on. Um, (laughs) so sorry. The two quarterback system is here to stay. No, 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 no. Just said wrinkles. He said the offense will be different. Let's give him, let's give him. All right. Prediction number two. Um, Eagles are going to sign Colin Kaepernick. Boom. (laughs) Is there, is there another, you are not messing around no. with these going away no. predictions. I like this. Leaving us something to, to work with here. Is there another team in the league that you could possibly think of that would be a better situation than what in the hell, you know, have just happened in Philadelphia? Like, all of it. What's been here, it's Jeffrey Lurie. It's the, it has been the safest place in the NFL to put quarterbacks it just is, no matter what they've been through, no matter what it is, whether it's Sam Bradford, whether it's whoever, everybody comes to Philadelphia to touch the magic gold again because that's for some reason what, well, that's what the Eagles are telling themselves, and I don't really fully buy that yet. But in just their history, it is true. Um, I don't see him going anywhere else, and that's my prediction. <laughs> I Look, I, I, I love it. I I... I Let's put it this way. I don't think it's the craziest thing ever. I don't 
I obviously would not bet on it. I don't expect it to happen just because they drafted Jalen Hurts. If they didn't draft Jalen Hurts, like I would be all over it. I like sure. I think it makes a ton of sense for all the reasons you said. Um, and again, I still don't think it's crazy. Like I still think it's theoretically possible. A one year deal with Hurts, um, you know, like kind of not going to be ready to play meaningful snaps if they need him to. And um, I, I don't think it's crazy. Jeffrey Lurie is the kind of owner who would do that. Um, I think it's a fascinating one. Yeah, I, I would love if they signed Kaepernick. I mean, it would, ah, it would be amazing, be amazing. On, on so many levels. Um, I Look, I don't know how many options Colin Kaepernick is going to have. I, I hope he has a lot. Um, but if he has a lot, I don't know why he would come here. I mean, he would be behind Wentz, presumably behind Hertz. And I don't think he'd end up being behind Sudfeld, but the Eagles have certainly painted a picture of Sudfeld as number two. So I think there's better spots for him. Now, organizationally, it'd be an amazing place for him to come. They have a great head coach, right. uh, great coaching staff, great owner, great city. Like, the, all those things would make a ton of sense. Great locker room, right? But from a from terms of him getting on the field, this place wouldn't – I mean, the Eagles wouldn't make a ton of sense. Um, but what I would say, though, is – and we all kind of laughed at this during the draft. And if John, you made this point too, then I I will tip my hat. You ended up being you ended up being right. Like <laughs> I don't know. It's not the end of the world to have too many quarterbacks on your roster this season in terms of with the coronavirus. Like I don't think it justifies oh. taking Jalen. No, no, I don't think it justifies taking Jalen. <laughs> it definitely does not for sure. Oh, okay. It does okay. not. But but to the point is, if you can sign Colin Kaepernick and you just have him in the building and then you know if there's an outbreak and you're still playing like i don't know it does make some sense from, from that point so again was not worth using a second round pick on jalen hurts but i do think the closer we get to the season it does make sense to at least keep in mind the coronavirus thing with with the quarterback position if i may just put one button point on this because elliot's right you know you can't expect a college quarterback to come in there and just you know this thing's only going to happen because it's a shortened season but <clears throat> You can do that with a seasoned quarterback who's been in this offense, has been in this league a lot, and everyone knows what he can do. And you can bring in guys that um, I think worked with Lamar Jackson, and they actually built an offense that looked like Colin Kaepernick. So if you combine those two things together and you give Colin Kaepernick, I don't know, let's say one million or a, a, a one year fifteen million dollar contract to come okay, be a well, backup quarterback and then he's not have, gonna get one uh, year uh, 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 uh. <laughs> then you have ahead, both sorry. and you both agree that hey you know all that stuff about Taysom Hill on steroids and how we made people believe it was about Jalen Hurts. Well it's actually gonna be about you. You are gonna be on the field at the same time with Col or with with <laughs> Carson Wentz a lot this year. And I would be very, very interested to see what that offense looks like with Colin Kaepernick. Thank you. The defense rests. All right. I'm going to let you have this win. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is I, – I love what you did and, there. And you can trade him uh, the next year. That's what I'm saying for big guys. I, I, right. love, I love what you did there. Yeah. That was some, yeah. some good stuff. You're weaving it all together. All right, Partridge. Prediction number – Three. This is the largest one. I've saved it best for last. What? The largest one? You just said the Eagles are signing Colin Kaepernick. Yes. There's a larger one? Oh, yes. I love it. Elliot Shore Parks is yeah. going to say, I was so wrong about Carson Wentz this season. All right. It's finally going to happen, yes. everybody. It's finally going to happen. He is going to light up the world because they finally got him an offense that makes sense for him. 
and people are going to look at this thing and go, oh, my God, I get what they're doing now. It's going to be fun. There's going to be stumbles all over the place. We're going to be back to fighting. If Doug should have gone for that fourth and three, you know, from their own 47 with game time and clock and all that. Oh, my God, the analytics. If you hated them, boy, oh, boy, you're going to probably hate them a little more. But they're going to help Carson. They're going to help this team. And Elliot Shore Parks' eyes will be like, oh, my God. They, and, and, and Howie and the draft wasn't so bad. And. This has all ended up working out, and we're going to see Carson Wentz light up the league, and it's going to be really exciting. So so the offense that was best fit for Carson was the one that had another quarterback, is what you're saying, basically? <laughs> hey, you no, got to – yeah, I, go ahead. I, here, here's what I would say. James has made this point a few times, and I, I think it's true. Like, It does suck for Carson that he's not going to have an, another normal offseason. I mean, this will now be – he's had four offseasons, and he's had one normal one, and the one year he was, he was amazing. Uh, that certainly sucks for Carson. Look, I thought the arrow was pointing up at Carson – up on Carson at the end of the year prior to him, you know, getting injured or, you know, the concussion that he suffered against Seattle. So it would not surprise me if Carson had a big year. Uh, look, maybe I'll end up being wrong. Who knows? I, I, I don't think he's a top five guy. Maybe by the end of the year he will be. I'm going to break him, John. <laughs> I'm going to break him. If anybody can. Yeah, I am going to break yeah. him. It will be my my goal. I will, I will make this. Weekly happen. phone call, prank phone call when he's not expecting it. Uh, you call him. You record the conversation. There's there's the segment. Boom. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. I think that I love it. I think it's fraught with legal issues. And I'm in. That's good. That's good. That's, uh, I think that's a good idea. Um, all right, all right. What is? Uh, and I'm sure you know things can change before the season. But as it's looking at it now, if you had to just give us a a prediction, you know, record how you see the season. We got a general idea about offensively. You know what you think we're going to see, but, but how do you think this season plays out? Assuming, you know, all things work out uh, with us having a season. Yeah. 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 I I really do hope we, we have a season for a multitude of different reasons. Um, uh, But yeah, I got to say the Doug message has been pretty weird this off season. And I think that scared me enough to understand that, you know, they need to know, or they know that they need to go in a different direction. Um, you know, Howie's message even before that, I, I, I thought that he was just more like, yeah, I know I made some mistakes and I'm not going to come out and, and try and defend myself. I thought that's the game he was playing. But to hear Doug kind of go like, yeah, uh, we got some talent here. We'll just have to kind of see what we got. And I know that there's a lot on his plate, just like James is saying. We're all wondering if there's a season and are, <laughs> if you're going to have to travel back and forth on game day. And there's a lot of different things that everybody's trying to figure out. But um, Doug just seemed like his balloon popped a little bit, and I go, "Damn it!" You know, it is it is kind of going to be a, a little bumpy here, and I'm fine with bumpy because that gives us a whole bunch of different stuff to talk about and where this team is going. And then I think it's going to be a little exciting, but I, I don't think this season's going to be that 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 type of uh, wow! What a shock! This team's a lot better than we thought. Hmm. I mean, look, I yeah. I, I think that the Eagles with Doug Peterson, Howie Roseman, Jeff Lloyd, and Carson Wentz will always be a, a, a playoff team, right? I mean, now the back quarterback position is a little worrisome because if Wentz were to go down, you know, Foles or anymore. You mean but, like a playoff contender? I mean, point. look, I I think a playoff team. You know, I, it makes a, 
you know makes the playoffs every year except Belichick. You think they make the playoffs every year? Well, only four teams over the last three years have made it every year, and the Eagles are one of them. I mean, that's I my point. Yeah, it's like you're saying you're saying every year they're they're a contender to make the playoffs. No, no, I point. think every year Doug Howie, Carson, and Jeffrey Lurie are together. The Eagles will be in the playoffs. That's my wow. Prediction. Wow, that's a very I bold disagree. Right like there. maybe maybe <laughs> miss it one year, but if if they're <laughs> If that, 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 well, that's but, my point. Okay, that's what ask, I'm saying. Let me ask you this. If, if I told you they were going to be together the next seven seasons, how many of those would you guess there'd be a playoff team? Like five. Okay, see, I would be. I would guess seven and think, like, worst case scenario was six. Oh, wow. No, no, no. Oh, wow. What is it? What are you missing here? Like, they're one of the best organizations. What are the odds? Because it's so rare for teams to make the playoffs that many years in a row. Things happen. There's too much luck and variability and injury and all these things are involved that, like, Things happen. I mean, yeah, even but, Andy didn't do like how many? What was the most years in a row Andy did it? Did he ever do it seven in a row? I don't know. Like, I, I think I, it might have been eight. So let me check. Maybe, I, I, maybe. I just think when you. But regardless, play, I mean, like other than Belichick, no one else makes it that many times in a row. The Eagles have a top five owner, a top five GM, a top five head coach, and a top what like eleven quarterback. I mean, so like they have top seven. Yeah, top seven. They, they. I just think as long as your foundation's that strong, I agree with you. Anything can happen, right? I mean, Tom Brady tore his ACL one year. And- that's my point. Right, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm. That's why you say like I think they're a contender to make the playoffs every year. You don't say I think they're going to make the playoffs every year. But, that's but all. like you could say that anything could happen for any team. So you're saying no team in the NFL is like. I, I I don't know. I just we if just, I had to I bet, let's put it this way: if I had to bet right now, I don't think, especially with you know Brady leaving and all that. I don't think there is a single team in the NFL that will make the playoffs the next seven years. And I think the only team, if I had to bet on one, is Kansas City. And it's strictly because of Mops. Well, Bartrand, you're seeing a preview of the new Go Birds, which is me, de- <laughs> me defending the Eagles and James uh, James being a hater. Yes. So, yeah. yes. Yeah. It's, it's all this it's a Just combo. give me your voice, Bartrand, and we'll be good to go. It'll be exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, that'll be no, good. I, w- I want his voice. I want his voice. I did think I of that the voice. other day. I go, oh, my God. I go, if you combine the three of us. Like, if you take my pipes, Elliot's takes, and James's wherewithal of exactly knowing what to do at exactly the right time, we would be the greatest, I don't even know, <laughs> to, to media of all time. We would be the greatest media person of all time, I think. Right? Like, that's I mean, just... Oh, yeah. I, I think so, that. too. Yeah, uh, I think that's a definitive Yeah, truth, and by the way, honest. I think it was six, or no, uh, five years in a row. For for Andy, yeah, right? It's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard to do it seven years in a row. Yeah. yeah for, All right. I'm not saying they're going to make the next twelve in a row. I just think as long as the foundation of the Eagles are here, they will be a playoff team. That's that's how I feel. All right. Okay. All right. Take that. Yeah. Got to be wrong, okay. but okay. okay. I know you're a hater, uh, but you know one of us has to defend the Eagles on this podcast. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Um. Look. Um. This has been fun. Like we said at the, the beginning. Um. We're going to miss John, and we're never going to be able to replace him. And um, we love him, and he knows that, and I hope everyone knows that. And, um, I mean, like there's nothing we could say. Elliot and I are going to do our thing. We're going to keep bringing you podcasts. It's going to be different. It's going to be, you know, because we don't want it to be what is with John, because what's with John is special, and and we can't replace him. And um, I just, I'm so grateful I got to go on the journey with you, buddy. Um, yeah, me too. You know, and Jesus Christ, um, what are you underselling yourselves for? Good Lord. It's just like, oh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's a, 
Man, the only reason why it'll be different. I didn't say it won't be good. I didn't say it won't be good. I said it'll be different. I said it'll be different. We'll 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 make it good. I promise. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, we're gonna miss you, buddy. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's really been uh, an honor to uh, to get to do this for for as long as we have. Yeah, and and listen, there's like, I, I can't thank you guys enough for everything. Um, and there are so many people to thank that like I don't. I, I don't want to leave anybody out because that's how many, you know, people have, have gone through this. But I do want to say to Spike Eskin, my God, sir, thank you for taking a chance. You know, like I never could have imagined that this is a, a, a reality. You know, like my brother and I grew up trying to be baseball players. And then I found out that. For some reason, just like <laughs> every writer in that Eagles room, which, by the way, lighten up. Good Lord. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> you you guys, you guys think exactly like radio host and every other media person. You just get time to think about it and have fancy editors to make your words look great. I've seen you write. It's it's not that great. People make it look better. Uh, but but I, you know, Spike just understands how to operate and and like i didn't know anything you know until we we started talking together and seeing how we almost started podcasting at the same time and seeing the ricky grow into that beautiful cult-like figure that i absolutely enjoyed and was a part of and you know spike made me show uh, us and me especially that like you can do this and you can make your own small little business, essentially, and be happy. And, um, you know, I can't thank him enough for his mentorship and his guidance on all this and uh, apologize for all of <laughs> the bullshit that he had to uh, to put up with, too, along with that. Because um, uh, at the end of the day, he's one of the best bosses I've ever had. And James and I have, have talked about that almost every single day since we got into WIP because it's, um, it's amazing, you know, how clear he thinks. And I hope to be like that one day. And that's what I'm going to go try and do. You know, like it's, uh, it's, it's awesome that he can uplift and inspire a bunch of people. That's all I want to do for the rest of my life, you know. Like I just want to find stuff that I care about and go out and show people how and complete it, and then move on to the next thing. Like that seems exciting to me. Um, and he's one of the guys that showed me that you can go and do that. Um, and more importantly, to every single person that has ever listened to, you know, any one of our podcasts. And there've been so many people that uh, have told me that, man. It's really exciting because I followed Elliot and I got to hear, you know, these two other guys that I've never heard before. And that was so amazing to hear. And for everybody that um, came through on Bleeding Green Nation and came through uh, when we went to WIP and just everything like the Super Bowl run is going to be one of the most cherishable moments of my life because of you guys and being able to walk down Broad Street and celebrate every moment of of that experience, you know, through our eyes with you is 
something that you know you don't realize you're doing in the moment, but you're like, holy shit, we're doing this with everybody. We're doing it with everybody, and that's what podcasting is about. It's about everybody. It's about our little communities. It's about supporting one another. And God damn it, do we need that so badly. And I hope you can continue to do that with your neighbors and your friends and just start talking because that's what we need. And I don't know how to stop talking and I don't know how to stop (laughs) recording. And I hope that you guys can find a way to do that yourselves. I love you guys very much. Thanks for letting me do this final episode with you. Nothing but the best for you. And seriously, this is going to be whatever they create is going to be unstoppable because they are tireless workers. They have been through a lot during this, you know, as well. And there are so many people at that station that continue to fight and come up with programming ideas and all of that. And it's been really fantastic to see how a world class operation does go. And I hope to take that with me forever. So thank you, guys. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I don't know. I love you, man. Yeah, I, don't know. I love you. Oh, that. Uh, uh, no, there is there is no following it up, John. We love you. We're gonna miss you. I think you put it out perfectly. I think Elliot said before, you know, you're you're gonna go on to do better things and and important things, and um, I just can't wait to see what it is. And and look, you know, we there's obviously a somber tone to this because you know we're saying goodbye on the podcast, but. John's still here. He's still, you know, alive and there. And we can still love him and talk to him. I know we're going to still be friends and all that stuff. So, um, you know, he'll still be on Twitter and you can still reach out to him. And, you know, don't like he said, it's always been about the community and the, the you know, the, the friends we made along the way and all that. And, and that's not going to change. So um, we love you, buddy. Elliot, you got any anything else uh, you want to say? Yeah, I just think the last thing I would say, and I said this to, to John on the phone, but. I think it's pretty cool to think that, you know, the season of All or Nothing that they did on Amazon, like John and you were the voice of that. And I think it's like a really cool way to kind of know, you know, it's a little after that, but it's a cool way to wrap up uh, your time dominating Philadelphia sports media. So, uh, you know, I just think in, in 20 years when you're owning the world and doing all types of cool stuff, it'll be nice to like sit down and watch that and think about all this. So again, it has a somber tone. You're not dying. You're perfectly healthy, all that stuff. Like no one should be worried, yeah. but it's just, oh, no, no, it just, no. It, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a, uh, it's a sad episode, but uh, I'm it's I'm happy too that I got to ex- got to work with you for as long as I did. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm gonna be that very annoying grandfather. Just like, you know, <laughs> back when the uh, these things called televisions used to exist, uh, people used to yeah that that will be that will be a very cool moment. It's just like, see, icing on the cake of just like, fuck yeah, we did it. You know, like we did it, and yeah, uh, did. it's an, it was an amazing feeling, guys. Yeah, man, and uh, I know I'll never forget it. The, some of literally the best moments of my life happened with you and me together doing this type of stuff. So, um, and by and the way, all, all, all I did was call James Seltzer to come have a beer with me at Johnny Brenda's. That was yep. it. That's all I did. Yep. You can do that too. Yeah. It's very easy. Don't <laughs> yeah, call James, but call it, somebody else. Yeah, it, it's that simple. <laughs> it's that simple. And then you know, seven years later, you'll be sitting here uh, doing a goodbye pod. Um, we love you, man, and uh, you know there's there's no better way to put it. And um, you know we're excited to see what what's next for you. And and this is all with love. And Elliot and I will be back next week. It'll be different, but it's gonna be fun. I promise. We'll bring it for you. Um, so Bargett, I think there's only one thing left to do. You got to do it for me this time, as they say in the old country. Go first. <laughs>